Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner. No, not Hershey Bears hockey. It's college football season. And to celebrate Bears fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of all the action. With $200 in free bets instantly, if you bet $1 or more on any college football game, take advantage of this limited-time offer right now. You heard right. DraftKings is offering all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game. No matter what, it can be Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, SEC, ACC, Mountain West, Notre Dame, doesn't matter. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable and located right here in the U.S. of A., so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We should be hitting, let's see, by the time this podcast drops, it will be August, ladies and gentlemen. We finally hit that point. The month without hockey. I've told you all about it, boys and girls. It's coming. Even though the free agency hurricane has probably hit landfall by this point, it the tide's rolling out on the beach. The tide's rolling out. It's going to be dead fish and seaweed at this point. So whether you're knee-deep in Olympics or getting ready for Lord football to return to us, it's a time of year when hockey's going to take a bit of a back seat. So what do we do when this time of year happens? Make wild speculations about the Bears? Heck no! We're going to talk about draft picks. Yay! 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Whoa. Can you hear how excited I am? See? for Yes, for those watching on the simulcast, I'm smiling. See, I'm smiling because I love to talk about Washington Capitals draft picks. He says wearing the sarcasm hat. Oh, God. For those of you still listening to this point, thank you. And joining me on this because there's no way I could do this all by myself. He joins me once again, Corey Schwartz from Bears Hockey Nation, who knows a hell of a lot more about this stuff than I do. Corey, welcome back, man. Appreciate you having me on, Richard. I'm always down to talk about draft picks. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it sounds boring, I know. And, you know, like you said, we're, you know, have to increase the enthusiasm a bit but you know the future of the bears comes through the draft as we've seen uh over the last couple of years here certainly so um it's an important topic to keep notes on and uh, you know the capitals had a bit of a different draft uh we don't necessarily have a a big guy to talk about but it was still pretty interesting nonetheless yep the draft took place by the time this podcast hits all the way back on uh july 23rd and 24th and hopefully the co- cloud of controversy is just leaving Quebec, Montreal by this point. Ha <laughs> ha. And that's all I'm go- going to say. Go Google it. So, before we get into that, uh, by the time this podcast drops, there might be another big uh, signing, but we're going to talk about the one we know at this point. The Bears, back on July 22nd, made a huge signing. And, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. This I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna be Matt o'clock, boys and girls. I'm all ready. I got my shouting arms ready to go. And it dropped around 3 p.m. on Thursday. The Hershey Bears signed Cody Franzen, former Toronto Maple Leaf, former Buffalo Saber, a former draft pick of I think the Chicago Blackhawks to an American Hockey League deal. Okay. In the words of the Joker. Got to admit, didn't see that one coming. But Cody Franzen, a veteran defenseman, um, signed with the Bears for a one-year American Hockey League deal, was a representative of the Rockford Ice Hogs. He was an all-star of the American Hockey League last year. Um, From what we've seen, he's a right-handed defenseman and a blue-line cannon. And I know Bears fans always like to have guys like them on their roster, so... Veteran presence. He was called a third coach in Rockford. Um, he's really going to help some of these young guys along. So I'd say a win-win. 
I think it's a fascinating signing on a number of levels. And like you said, the experience and mentorship factor, I think, is huge on the back end there for the Bears. I mean, the Bears have been blessed with that for the last couple of years to have a few guys that are really, you know, experience-laden. I mean, last year, I, I'm hoping it doesn't spell the end for Cameron Schilling possibly returning to the Bears. But um, in terms of the, you know, it, it, he reminds me a lot of Cameron Schilling in that, you know, he was uh, Rockford's second leading scorer. Um, you know, is particularly impressive from the blue line, I think, especially. Um, he's, you know, he was the team MVP for Rockford last year. I mean, you know, which obviously in the COVID time means only so much, you know, it just, you know, likely means he was one of the most consistent players in the lineup. Sure. But, you know, there's definitely something to be said about that. Um, you know, put up respectful point totals, you know, he's going to factor in a lot here. I mean, it gives the bears another weapon on the power play. And most importantly, an area they're lacking a right handed shooting defenseman uh, at this point, here in the summer, I think McCoy Aircamps is the only other guy under contract overall that has a right-handed shot in the blue line for the Bears. So, um, you know, really excited to have him. That NHL experience is going to be great for us here, too. Um, you know, really steal the pick by uh, by Brian Helmer and the Bears staff here, and I'm sure Washington had some saying that, too. Um, you know, I think it's another really savvy pickup, and I'm I'm really excited to see how he gets along with the Bears here for sure. And I think just some of the defensive pairings that could be uh, with him, let's say Fivyari or Alexiev don't make it up to D.C., that's going to be a hell of a guy to be paired up with. Bobby Nardell, ooh, that's fun. Oh, that's fun. Ooh, ooh, it's only August, and I'm getting excited about that. Bobby Nardella and Cody Franzen. Mm. If you're a goalie, I'd say one word, duck, from where those shots are going to be coming in. Um, I think, as you said, he's got a hard uh, shot that um, the rink rats are going to get some work repairing some of his shots. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that I think is uh, is important to note is the size trend continues. I mean, last year, I think if I remember right, the Bears did not have a defenseman that was under six foot two. And, you know, obviously the small guy coming back is going to be Bobby Nardella, who didn't get to play at all last year. And Hershey, you know, he's going to look pretty small compared to some of the guys they have there now. But, you know, like you said, if Alexiev or Faravari, I mean, it seems like Faravari's ticketed to go up. But, um, you know, that could change here, certainly. Um, you know, if he comes back down, you got a real solid group here. Then you have, you know, guys like Big, Big Eddie Whitco and, uh, you know, McCoy Camps, who, of course, you know, I think um, left a pretty positive impact on the Bears in his short time here. And, Obviously, Will Graber is now a forward, it seems like, but, you know, he was a guy that brought the size factor there as well. Really nice trend for the Bears, considering, you know, we're only a couple years removed from the days where, you know, Hershey kind of got pushed around, you know, particularly last time we were in the Calder Cup playoffs there, too. Um, you know, it's good to see Washington kind of buck the trend of being a traditionally undersized group of, uh, you know, group in general that, you know, it's making its way through Hershey. So I appreciate it. I think it's a good, it's a good step in the right direction here. Uh, before one more quick note to touch on before we get into the draft picks, um, you were mentioning big and size. Um, we saw that with Providence a few years ago and especially now with the Tampa Bay lightning. I remembered seeing this on NHL now the day after they won the cup that, uh, the lightning had a lot of big defensemen who love to get in the shooting and passing lanes um that um Vasilevsky didn't have to worry about blocking a shot because he's got a couple of big beefy boys in front of him who are going to do that 
could this be the start of a of a new trend because obviously in the nhl when something works everybody starts to do it see a neutral zone trap of the new jersey devils back in the 90s yeah i think it's the trend that you know it's starting i think the tampa bay lightning are really the team that's kind of proven it here especially over the last two years but um you know, I think it's been where things have been trending here for a little bit. I think, you know, for the Bears especially, they identified that need probably around the 2019 playoffs with Charlotte. I mean, that's really how Charlotte probably maneuvered their way to a color cup, I think, too, is mm-hmm. that they had both speed, skill, and size. And so those three things are hard to nail down, I think, with with a group. And, I mean, you could even go back as far as the 2016 color cup finals last time Hershey was in it. They gave it their best. There's a couple of games they probably should have won as opposed to lost. But, um, you know, that was really what ended Hershey's run is that the, you know, Cleveland Monsters, you know, I, I think it was Lake Erie back in those days. But um, yeah. the, they were just so big that, you know, Hershey just had so much trouble with them. And, you know, it really kind of showed why Lake Erie deserved to win the Calder Cup that year was just that they had, you know, the right combination of size and, you know, and like the, you know, olden days of the 2010 bears a lot of those guys went up to the nhl and never looked back after that year too so it's a, a alignment of a lot of factors coming together and I, I feel like that's kind of coming together for hershey here and what i think you're looking for like you said with hopefully matt molson if he were to return you know the veteran element is going to be big for what's turning into a rapidly younger group of bears here too oh yes lots to look forward to once we get into into october so Let's take a look at the at the draft, and I'm taking a look at these players through um, the Capitals' website. Um, the Capitals did not pick until uh, number 55 overall, and their first was a uh, surprise defenseman. Uh, get used to a lot of that. Uh, Vincent Iorio, uh, or Iorio, like the cookie. Um, 18 years old, ranked 27th out of North American defensemen. Uh, 6'3", 191. Man, eat a hamburger there, son. Uh, a Brandon Wheat Kings product, that old WHL Hershey uh, connection. Um, actually, let's see here. It was with the Brandon Wheat Kings. He also played two seasons with the uh, Shot Tuck. Please don't censor me for that. Uh, St. Mary's Hockey Club, which also included players such as Sidney Crosby, Jonathan Taze, and Zach Parise. So, another defenseman there in the pipeline for the Capitals slash Hershey. Yeah, I think here's, that's the trend here, is that it's defensive-minded, but I think in a good way, in a sense, because I think the defensive side is what you're going to see Washington's pipeline really needs to restock at. I mean, they got a lot of guys like Ferrari and Ardella who are ticketed to go up here in the near future i think as well for uh washington and you know hershey's gonna be relying on some of these guys to come in and um you know really make an impact early on i think and um you know vincent iorio is gonna be one of them i think if not the biggest one um you know with he seems like he's got a, a bit of a handle on scoring from the blue line of whl level which you know is always a bit of a transitionary period but I like to always note it's one pick off of what they used to select Brett Leeson at 56. So, you know, it seems like it's a little bit further along in the draft, but you get a valuable player at that aspect. And Washington's done a good job of turning some gems from the second round here, especially. Uh, so I'm excited for him. I'm excited for him to come into Hershey. I know they had, said he had a bit of a connection uh, knowing uh, current Capitals defenseman Brendan Dillon, at least current as of this 
uh, podcast in case something were to change up in Washington. But, um, you know, that he had a little bit of a connection there. And uh, it's going to be exciting to see him come in, you know, obviously probably not for at least – I know he said he just completed his third year in uh, with the Wheat Kings there. Um, so, you know, it could be as soon as year after next, um, depending on his age and, you know, if he meets all those requirements and all that good stuff. Um, excited to see him come in, you know, as it continues our – trend we were talking about about big boys standing at six foot three too so you know um definitely sh- uh, you know another uh, bit of evidence that washington's trending that way with their defensive uh selections there too so very excited for him i think that was definitely the highlight of the draft for me yeah um now a lot of these players uh bears fans that are listening to this um these are about a year or two off don't expect these guys in hershey this season or maybe they might get a cup of coffee in the 22-23 season, but don't expect any quick returns with these players, considering <clears throat> where and when they were drafted. All these kids, they're they're 18, with the one lone exception of one being 19, so they've still got a year or two off. So the Capitals were slated to were slated to get number 80. They moved up to 75, trading with the New York Rangers. And they select and they selected. Uh, let's see here. Checks notes. Brett Johnson. They selected Brett Johnson, a defenseman, Dallas native, from the Sioux City Stampede in the U.S. Hockey League, ranking first among the Stampede and defensemen. And um, he was named to the USHL's All Rookie Team and All Second Team. And next season, he is already committed to the University of no- North Dakota. Fighting Sioux, there, baby. So, it uh, seems like another defenseman. He registered 32 points last season, a solid 11-21 and 21 campaign. So, um, not too bad. Sounds like a good blue line score. Yeah, I was about to say, I would definitely not undervalue anything the Capitals get out of the third round and beyond here, too. I mean, I always people always say the example of Travis Boyd coming so late in the draft. You just never know which, you know, some of these guys are just going to take off here. And this guy, uh, despite sharing a name with a former Capitals goaltender, and I believe Pittsburgh as well for uh, your connection there too. Uh, you know, I think he's got a lot of potential there too. I mean, a little bit smaller of a guy compared to what we've seen, you know, over the last few years, five foot eleven. But, you know, um, I think a lot of what the scouting reports I was reading on these guys, that they're deceptive. And I think that's what Washington looks for is that, you know, they're highly competitive. You know, they have that offensive element to it that, you know, there's least, you know, built in they look for a lot of those qualities there too um you know i I think it's a great pick i think it's a you know at that point in the draft it's always kind of hard to guess you know you really have to do your homework to you know tell who you're going to pick there but i think he had a great 2020 2021 season um plus 15 is always what i look for in defensemen even though you know the plus minus is you know a fickle stat of course but you know in general shows that he's trending the right way and he's he's you know an asset to his team as opposed to you know a liability especially at that age so uh be interesting to see when he shifts over to uh und here uh see how he does there i mean if you're just starting your college career there like you said it's you know maybe a a bit of a futures exchange type of thing where he's going to be out there for a little bit um Certainly, maybe perhaps in the vein of a Brian Pinho, who you know completes his four years in school there too. Probably a little bit further out there than maybe Iorio is going to be there too. Um, so you know, I, Iorio seems to be a guy that seems like he's going to transition here pretty quick out of juniors. But um, 
you know, it'll be exciting to see him come to Hershey, hopefully someday, I hope. Yeah, there's always a home on the blue line here in Hershey for for uh, prospects here. So they'll so we'll, we'll we'll make some room for him. Um, in in the words of Tom Bodet, we'll leave the light on for you. So up next is another defenseman as the as the Capitals selected 119th overall, uh, Joaquim Lime. Joaquim Lime. I probably butchered that. He recorded 10 assists with 15 games. With the Salmon Arm Silverbacks. <laughs> uh, these, these, uh, oh, these, <laughs> these junior hockey names <laughs> of the uh, British Columbia Hockey League. Uh, the Saint Pierre Les Baquettes Quebec native. That, 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 yes, that sounds right. Uh, native ranked second among Silverbacks with defensemen and points and tied second for all rookies. With assists, he stands at 6'1", 178, and is committed to the University of Omaha, Nebraska next season. Sounds like another big, beefy boy. Yeah, he's got good size on him. I think he's probably got to fill out the frame there a little bit there, too, which I'm sure he'll get plenty of time to do playing in uh, University of Omaha, Nebraska. I like the pick because it's it's another guy where, you know, again, he's got a you know college career in front of him here, too, that could delay his eventual jump to Hershey, I think. But, um, you know, I think he's got a lot of potential. It feels like he's a little bit earlier in his selection than a lot of players. You know, you see them get picked at, you know, 18, 19, these types of ages. It just feels like he's a little bit early on to not have some of the, you know, a lot of these guys have a lot of tough experience that, that I'm not sure that he has at this point. But, you know, obviously going into playing for, a, a you know, Omaha, Nebraska is going to be a big challenge for him here. And so it'll be worth paying attention to over the course of the season to see how he does and, you know, how that adjustment makes it. It's going to be a big shift for him, I think. You, you always, I'll admit, um, with the Hockey Podcast Network, um, you know, I'm, I, I've done a lot of my better work around the, uh, around the playoffs and once we get into the regular season. Um, but there are, this draft, once we get into the draft area, th- this is where I d- I do I don't do very well, which is one of the reasons I have Corey on for doing this. Um, I have trouble like trying to see like, oh, this kid will be good in three years, or uh, yeah, I've seen this kid play for the Salmon Arm Silverbacks. Yeah, I've got a subscription to the uh, CHL live streaming. Yeah, so um, it's just. I'm glad to be able to do stuff like this, and thank you to everyone who has listened to this as well. Uh, We're going to take a short break and then go down the rest of these lists, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Taylor and Brendan from Straight Up Sabres of the Hockey Podcast Network. Things are not going very well in Saberland uh, this season or really for the past 10 years or so. However, we here at Straight Up Sabres are so excited to keep bringing you guys the latest Sabres news with everything ranging from interviews with some of your favorite Twitter follows all the way up to former players and everything in between. We have got you covered with your weekly coverage of the Buffalo Sabres. That's right. We got a lot coming up uh, through the rest of the season and into the offseason. Who's going to coach the team next year? Uh, is Kevin Adams going to have a new boss? Will he be a president of hockey operations? Will there be an assistant GM? Are they going to fill out their scouting staff? How many times will I cry next year? Maybe zero. I'm dead inside. Will Jack Eichel be here? Sam Reinhardt going to get extended? You know, all this and more on Straight Up Sabres. 
exciting stuff. So make sure you're checking us out wherever you're listening to podcasts and following us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Straight Up Sabres and on Twitter at Straight Sabres. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. We're going through uh, the uh, the draft picks and seeing where they might fall with Hershey and or Washington. If you want a more detailed breakdown of these picks, uh, please go and download the Caps Chirps podcast or whomever your team is um, on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, there's a team for everyone out there. Go check them out to see how your team did. Um, unless... Nah, no, 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 I'm not, not going to do that. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, the Capitals selected um, their first and only center at 151 center Hakun Hanlet. Um, he uh, was ranked 17th among international centers and 36 among international forwards by NHL scouting. A six foot one ninety four center recorded one goal in twenty two games with Esserbane Berlin in the DEL. That's that's part that's Germany, um, where he also won a DHL DHL. That's a shipping company DEL championship. Um, he also represented Germany as the captain in two international under eighteen junior games. Uh, not bad. I'll always take uh, forward help when Washington drafts them. So maybe in a couple years, this kid comes overseas. Sounds like an international product. And he was dra- drafted out of Europe. Everybody take two drinks. Yeah, one of the things uh, I was going to mention when he went into break, you mentioned that kind of um, reminded me there was that one of the things I love about the draft and you know, especially, you know, is all the support these young kids get when they come over here. It's one of the things I love about writing for the blog and, you know, talking about these young guys is that their families love the attention that these young guys get as they come up here, whether it's drafted or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I had one such person reach out to me over Twitter when um, when he was selected here, uh, mentioning that, you know, fitting with our experience of drafting a number of defensemen, saying that he also he's a center who also played defense this past season um, over for his team there in Berlin. Um, so, you know, you, you just when you thought you got away with it and you drafted a center, you got a, dra- a center with defensive experience. So, you know, it's, a, it's another great sneaky good pick um, that he's got a lot of experience and, you know, a lot of international experience playing, I think, in a couple of U18 tournaments there as well. Um you know, I think it's a guy, you know, playing in these, you know, German elite leagues is a tall task. It's really, you know, a chance to really play against some some men, you know, as a young young person playing against some men. So I, I like it. I think he's getting a lot of competitive experience um, here early in his career. It's certainly a different path. Obviously, you know, uh, European hockey is a very different style than North American. So that would be an, uh, an adjustment you always have to look out for. But I like it. I think a lot of experience. I think it's a sneaky good pick because you're really going to see, um, you know, him hopefully come over. You know, that adjustment's going to be there. Definitely a big aspect. But um, it's a solid, solid position for him to be on. You know, certainly nothing to sneeze at for sure. No. And, um, you know, as much as, you know, yeah, I, I, I was joking and international and all that. You, you There's a lot of really good players that come out of the – come out of Europe and Russia as well. 
um, that they find in not just these German leagues, these Sweden, the Swiss um, leagues out there. Plus, there's a lot of NHL vets that go over there too. So they've got a lot of good vets that go over there that are able to teach these kids that do get drafted by NHL clubs but stay in Europe for another year or two. So a lot of them will be in, in good hands, and a lot of former Bears have gone overseas as well. So the next draft pick as well comes to us is another defenseman by the name of Drew Krebs. I want to say Krabs, but it's Drew Krebs. 18, recorded 11 assists with 23 games with the Medicine Hat Tigers of the WHL, fourth among all Medicine Hat players the past season. 5'11", buck 82 defenseman, uh, nearly equated his point total of the previous year, 3 goals, 10 assists, with 31 fewer games played. Uh, the Okotucks, Alberta native, played one game with the Autotucks Oilers of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. I'll get it right one of these days. Um, again, that WHL Hershey-Washington pipeline is very, very strong. As the Bears have often gotten players from, you know, not just from Medicine Hat, but the Brandon Wheat Kings, the Regina Pats brought us um, Garrett Mitchell. Um, so just a lot of WHL players tend to go to Hershey. Yeah, I was about to say, you almost wonder if they even look at the other, uh, you know, Canadian junior leagues up there for, for players or not. It, it does seem to be a strong WHL connection there for sure. Um, you know, I think it's another great pick. I mean, I, you know, I hate to say you almost could put a lot of these players together, but they, they're they you know, very similar to each other. It's going to create a lot of good competition within Washington's system here. Um, like I said, really, up, you know, had an upswing in production this past season, which I think is key. Um, you know, but obviously it's always hard to compare with so much fewer games to play, but it's a good sign that I think he's ready to play. I think he's, you know, slowly getting to that point where he is conquering the WHL level of play and you know again with these junior guys they're going to be ready to transition to the ahl here pretty quickly compared to you know some of the guys that go through the college ranks so it you know it could be a ready or not here he comes type of thing uh to hershey here pretty soon and provided washington signs him and all that other good stuff but you know um again you know five foot eleven pretty decent size i mean it's going to be exciting to see him work and see him you know build up to that future in hershey so you know it's a guy that could be on the horizon, but, you know, you're sooner than you might expect, frankly. And that's a really good, interesting point, because whether it's juniors up in Canada or college, um, it's really a unique path these players take to get to the NHL. I mean, it almost feels like you got drafted. Yay. Now, how, now it's the journey of actually getting there whether it's actually going to like Notre Dame or North Dakota, North Dakota or playing up in uh, Prince Albert or the Charleston uh, Islanders. It's, it's kind of fascinating to see how these players uh, make those steps toward the, not just the NHL, but the American Hockey League or wherever their path takes them. And it's fascinating to see the, the variety, like you said, the variety I think is the key. I, I remember as a kid, you know, coming to Bears games and being like, well, where did this guy come from where did this other guy come from and then you realize that you know some of these guys are capitals draft picks but everybody has a different path to the bears i mean we even mentioned with cody franson um earlier in the show there too where you know total ahl veteran comes in you know for on an ahl deal with hershey you know the matt molson kind of stories it's it's what you live for at the american league level is to really see 
um, you know, just the breadth and variety of guys that, you know, really come together to make a championship happen. And it's exciting. It's fun to watch. I think it's a layer of intrigue there as well. I, I, you know, love about the AHL is that there's just so much potential and so much variety for good stories here too. So let's get into the, the last pick, um, all the way down at, uh, let's see here, uh, 183rd overall, uh, the Capitals selected a goaltender by the by the name of Chase Clark. Now, that sounds like a random name generated on NHL 21. Uh, Clark, 19, primarily played for the Jersey Hitman of the USPHL. Now, that is the league that the new Hershey Cubs will be joining in as well. So, um, I know a lot of people asked, are the Cubs affiliated with the Bears in any way? They are not but they could harvest players that could end up getting drafted by by the Capitals. So, yes and no in a way. He finished the season 18-2-1 with three shutouts, a 1.92 goals against average, and a 935 save percentage. Mm-mm-mm. During the season, a 6-6-2-0-2 goaltender led the Hitmen to a Deneen Cup and Jersey earned the NCDC Founders Cup as the team had a best regular season record. Additionally, the Williamsburg New York native played three games with the Tri-City Storm of the USHL, finishing with an ooh, 0-3 record and a 3.3 goals against average and an 899 save percentage. Sounds like a, a cup of coffee with the USHL, but... um. Ooh, that's a big boy in that six three two zero two. Ooh, that's big. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. That's what I think makes this pick so fascinating. Is that you know there's a lot of potential there. I mean, sir, I think um, the important thing to know. I mean, his stats are great. His stats are great, and I think it, you know goalies always have a bit of an interesting path to the NHL. Um, you know, and obviously all those stops come from South Carolina to Hershey to eventually Washington. Um, and I like it. There's a lot of stuff here to like. Like you said, six foot six, um, huge goaltender. I mean, size is such a blessing to have as a goaltender in this day and age. And to have it in spades at six foot six is, I think, just, you know, absolutely remarkable to have. And great stat line, too. Uh, um you know, about as much accolades as you could possibly hope to turn over at uh, at his level there. And, you know, like you said, it's coming to the same league as the Hershey Cubs. Um, does he go back there? What's his next path? I don't know that they mentioned that specifically, like with some of the other guys with committing to colleges. Um, but really great stuff there. I really think it's a, a, a pick that you like to have um, as a goaltender in your back pocket. I know the Caps have some other goalies in their system that, you know, really – to me, stand out and that they, you know, um, they could be coming up through the pipeline here. I would love to see this guy come through just because, you know, he's right-handed catching goaltender, which is also unusual. Um, there's a lot of stuff there to like about it. And it's a sneaky pick almost towards the very end of the draft there, you know, that's so late. You know, it could turn out to being something something special, I think, honestly. And, you know, we could see him come through to Hershey. I'm blessed to have some great goaltenders, and I think that, you know, if he continues on a great path with Hershey's track record for how their coaching staff has developed these um, these goaltenders over the years, I mean, he would just be – it would be great. I think it's a great system for him to get drafted into personally. 
And let's not scoff with these late-round goaltenders. Uh, Vasilevsky was a third-round pick. Uh, Tim Thomas was a a third-round pick. Um, I think Carter Hart was a a first-round, but you can find value in these later picks as well. Uh, Like you said, Travis Boyd, third-rounder when he was picked. So you don't know where it's going to come from anywhere in this draft. So... Yeah, I might chuckle at where they come from, reading from caps.com, but, you know, that's kind of the fun of the journey, where you see kind of the first steps they take into a uh, professional hockey career. Yeah, we can always go back and point to, you know, so many players that, you know, they were picked here on the draft or there, whatever the case may be. I mean, like, one of the more unusual cases you can think of is a guy like Nathan Walker, who got an early season essentially at the AHL level without being drafted because of his eligibility and some of the, you know, creative rules that you had to take where the Bears saw him in the Capitals, you know, essentially drafted him a year after he started in Hershey. And then you have guys like Brett Leeson that was an overager and essentially was more or less a free agent signing because they drafted him and he went straight to the to the Bears uh year before last. You know, you got a lot of guys that take different routes to get to Hershey and it all starts in the draft for most of these guys here, which I think is, you know, it absolutely fascinates me to, you know, keep tabs on some of these guys here. And some guys never make it to Hershey. I mean, I I was doing a look at some of these past drafts of what Hershey's selected and taken. And, um, you know, some of these guys, it's like, you know, they picked them and nothing ever really happened with them. And it's, you know, it's fascinating to see who ends up where, and, you know, obviously it's a restocking of the, you know, uh, system here, especially defense where it's needed most. So I'm excited to see what becomes of these guys because it's, you know, like you said, even the latest guys like Travis Boyd can blossom into something huge and, you know, be an NHL commodity too. So it's, it's fascinating, you know, when the Capitals got six picks, they had to, you know, uh, uh, trade down in order to get the, the extra pick there at six. So I think was uh, Drew Krebs was the um, guy they selected with that pick. But, you know, nice to get a decent crop of guys here. We'll see how it turns out here. Obviously, we'll, you know, maybe we'll have to do a follow-up show after, you know, beers to see where they land here. And especially as they come up here, it'll be interesting to see. And, um, you know, I was looking at Hershey's roster for this coming season. And before Hershey started signing guys, everybody they had, which almost filled up their entire forward crew, uh, was some you know players that were selected in the draft. So it, it's very important. It doesn't seem like it, and it's hard to keep up with at times, I, which I certainly understand also. Um, but it's important. It's very important to keep tabs on, and it's going to be fascinating to see going forward. You see, everyone, this is why you keep a hockey blogger as, as a friend of yours. He does the, dig, the deep dives into stuff like this that me, a hack, uh, can't and um because of my adhd i'm not really able to do but he he's able to do it he's able to do it so Corey, thank you so much for joining me man you know as we hit august there ain't a lot of juice for the squeezing so hopefully the stuff we put out there um was enough for bears nation to kind of wet their whistle and get them through the dog days of summer absolutely we'll keep coming up with more too we'll have uh well i'm sure we'll have lots more to discuss before the season starts heck Free agency hasn't even started yet um, at the time of this recording, and obviously it will have. So maybe we have even more to talk about um, by the time the you know we hit the dog days of summer here too. So there's there's always plenty going on here. I mean, I'm just off of three days of the Flyers just doing absolutely everything. <laughs> so you know, it's been a hectic last couple of uh, last couple of days here for sure. 
Oh, yes, the Flyers were quite active this past weekend at the time of this recording, but that, my friends, is another show. So thank you to everyone for your your listens and downloads this week. As uh, Corey said, we'll try to get some stuff out to you, but um, this will be dropping, uh, let's see here, uh, during the first week of August, and everyone next week um, is going to be a pre- uh, pre-made show for everyone because I will be going on vacation. I will be down in D.C. myself for what? None of your business. I'm going on vacation. I'm getting off of Twitter. I'm getting off of everything. I will see you see everyone throughout the month of August as it's dictated. We still got some good content coming out f- for you guys as well here on the Grinton and Barrett podcast. Go out there and enjoy your summer, and we'll see you at the rink in September. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears! Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.